Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. I'm my co-host here, Eli Libby, and we have a very special guest we are extremely excited to have on, Pradeep Sangha. So we're going to get started. We're going to have a little good conversation with them, uh, talk a little bit about male entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship and uh, mindset. It's good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hey, gents. How are you? Doing great. Doing really good. We are uh, we are loving loving life. We're uh, it's nice and cold and crispy here where we are. Uh, Twenty two degrees uh, this morning. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. We are cold. Crispy. It's getting but, cold. Huh? Yeah, it is. It is. So well, thanks again for having uh, for jumping on the podcast. We're excited to have you. Um, tons of value. We think you can kind of bring to the listeners, uh, and and we're just going to kind of you know have a, have a talk about some things. So um, cool. So kind of setting the stage, uh, give, give us a little bit of background on you and, and kind of where you came from and, and where you are today. Yeah, sure. So uh, if I take it back to my childhood, basically I'm a son of immigrant parents who immigrated over in the early 70s. And they pretty much didn't know what to do in terms of work because they didn't have any formal education. So they basically knew how to work hard, eventually bought their own orchard. I grew up on an orchard myself, very mindful way of growing up. It was, I, I loved it. Very hard work. I had, you can say my first job wasn't even on our orchard is actually at uh, another orchard was at nine years old. And then at the age of 16, I actually started managing employees or people. So oh, wow. about 50 people. Wow. wow. And <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting childhood. You can say I worked my butt off. Like yeah. I did a lot of the work as a kid, which has kind of led me to where I am after that. My parents, said, you know, we don't want you to spend your entire life in an orchard, go get an education. So I went through and went to multiple uh, academic institutions mm-hmm. and then got into the corporate career, which I was in for about 14 years. I, and I worked my way up to being a successful executive. And that's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was mm-hmm. going to be an executive and be a CEO of a major corporation. Mm-hmm. And then one day I, I just kind of woke up, you can say, that's kind of how it felt. And I just looked at my life and I said, you know, everything you could say was great on paper because I was traveling the world, had an expense account, had a great status. Yeah. I was an executive, all the cool perks, right? Yeah, you yeah. get the box for the, the <laughs> NHL games and stuff like that. <laughs> but, awesome. but I was miserable. Right. Mm-hmm. I was living a life that it kind of felt like, um, uh, Others wanted me to live, but not the life I wanted to live. So I literally, I was reading, I still remember this moment because Sundays I usually take for personal development and I, I like to read a lot. Mm. And I just read all these passages that it almost felt like the perfect storm. And it just all came together. And I was just like, I got to do something different. Mm. And I just literally went over to my wife and I said, I'm going to quit. And she's just like, what? <laughs> And yeah. And she's like, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And she's like, well, I can see that look in your eyes. I was actually coaching entrepreneurs on the side mm-hmm. uh, and executives on the side. I was doing some consulting on the side more for fun because mm-hmm. I enjoy helping people. I was a personal trainer at 17 as well. So I, I enjoy helping people transform their lives. And I took a moment and I said, what do I want to do? And, uh, And I said, this is what I want to do. I want to have my own consulting firm. I want to have my own coaching firm because there is a lot of stuff that I had learned in my corporate years uh, that I thought a lot of entrepreneurs could use. So I basically went in there, quit and started my consulting and coaching firm. And it it wasn't easy, you can say. Mm -hmm. I went in with uh, the thought that, you know what, I know what I'm doing. 
Yep. This is not going to be that tough, mm. but it was tough at the beginning mm-hmm. because it became a, a world of, I had to jump into, although it was an executive for marketing, I had to jump into the world of digital marketing, which was completely different when right. you come from the corporate world and go into the entrepreneurial side. It's, it's, you learn a lot of stuff. Yeah, I could say it was yeah, like a roller coaster. And oh. uh, I had to reinvent myself. I was groomed to be a corporate executive. Mm-hmm. I was groomed to be, uh, speak a certain way, think a certain way, write emails a certain way, write copy, you can say mm-hmm, a certain yeah. way. And I had to rebuild myself. So long story short, here is where I am. I actually work specifically with men because uh, part of my hobby, uh, since I was probably, I think it was in um, elementary school, I still remember I started studying neuroscience and mm-hmm. in psychology and human potential and performance and also as well as the human psychology of things, especially for men. And so I work with male executives and entrepreneurs, particularly because I help them in every aspect of life, you can say, because as entrepreneurs, we know that we live and we have a life outside of work. We have families, we have Mm -hmm. relationships, we have kids, we got friendships and we have our own personal life, like our hobbies that we want to do. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So uh, we do a lot of consulting, we do a lot of coaching. And my personal passion is is helping guys really have what I call complete victory in life. That's awesome. Whoa. That was a very powerful story. Absolutely. You know, it's, Man. I think it's a great testament to just the the saying of life is short. Yep. You know, don't spend time doing something you don't like. Mm-hmm. Just go out there and take that step and just make, you know, yeah. make sure that you put yourself first for, you know, your clarity in life. And yeah, that was powerful. I yeah, that was good. That. I, I think we can take that in so many different ways. And I have a lot of questions that kind of peel off mm-hmm. of what you, what you initially said. Sure. But um, I think we hear it a lot and we've heard it even more uh, as we kind of um, are just constantly invested in the in the business space. But as these corporate people, they, they think that, you know, they go to get their master's in, in right. business and they they try to climb this, this corporate ladder. And they realize that there's really no fulfillment after a certain point uh, from a monetary standpoint is they, they make it, you know, you make enough money where it's like, uh, you know, another hundred thousand is really not going to change my, my day to day that much. And then they realize that, uh, you know, they're not, they're not happy and they're not mm-hmm. fulfilled mm-hmm. in life. And we try to preach that too, uh, within our, within our company because we want fulfillment for everybody. And if there's any time where they don't feel fulfilled to, to really, you know, be vocal about right. that and tell us because I, we believe in fulfillment and clarity and, and work-life mm-hmm. balance. And I think it really stands to what you, what you, what you preach through your early background and then what you're doing today. Right. hundred percent. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because every, at the end of the day, what we're looking for is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. We want happiness. We want the feelings that come along with everything exactly. that we do. Exactly. I, um, I'm going to just, just jump a little, little to the left. Um, I, uh, I'm reading a book right now. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just started this book. Um, Matthew McConaughey just released a book called green, uh-huh. green lights. And it's very similar to what you've, what you've talked about. And that's why I'm bringing it up. I it's about kind of green lights through life. So green lights are like this passage of go, um, and yellow lights and red lights will eventually turn green. It's a really powerful book. I think you'd really, really enjoy it. But all of these doing all these interviews to kind of hype it up and he's telling his background. Essentially he, he journaled for the last 35 years, every single day. And he went off and spent 51 days in the desert with just him and just just by himself, went away from his family and came out with his book after 35 years of everyday journaling mm. and kind of like getting to the bottom of like what his journal notes meant and what it meant. A big part of it, though, was fulfillment. A big part of it mm. is he did this acting career. He made millions and he was just every rom-com that came out. He was hit up 
Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey. And he realized that he's just not fulfilled anymore. So he mm-hmm. kind of took this different path mm-hmm. and he selected his, the movies he wanted to be in. But it was, it was a very similar to what you said, which is why I'm bringing it up. Uh, fulfillment was gone after mm-hmm. mega millions that he was making. So he, he I, I don't know. I love the book. I, I think you really like it. And I, I think you, you'd connect really well to that book. Yeah, I appreciate that. That actually makes sense because I've seen a lot more of Matthew McConaughey on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it seems like he's, I didn't know he had that book out. So it, thank you. I actually am going to read that. It, it, it came out on like Monday. So oh, did uh, it? it's very, very new, but he's doing, he's doing a book tour with Gary Vee. Uh, he's been on all his big podcast, Tim Ferriss. That's where I heard about mm-hmm. it. It was the Tim Ferriss show. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. But you're absolutely right because it comes down to uh, one thing. When you get to a certain level of success, life becomes about choices. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. and, and that's where you need to see, okay, what is it that really drives you? And ultimately it's about what really creates that not only passion inside of you, but the fulfillment, but all those other feelings that you want to have your life entail, right? Because Absolutely. some people want to have a life of peace and content mm-hmm. and that for them is great. And that might not be a big business that mm-hmm. could just right. be retiring completely right. and just traveling the world. So I think everybody is different uh, and we have to appreciate that because one of the challenges that a lot of guys face is fitting the mold per se. Mm-hmm. You have to be this particular type of entrepreneur or you have this particular so type true. of lifestyle. So Huge. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know, uh, you know, we were you know looking on your website and some of the stuff you've talked about on Instagram and stuff. You talk a lot about um, that work-life balance, you know, feeling fulfilled at work, um, might be one thing, but then at home it might be falling apart or it could be vice versa. Is there anything for our listeners? Cause our listeners, a lot of them, like Eli said, are young, um, individual, young entrepreneurs in their early startup phase that are going through that. They might have young kids. I mean, I have a five-year-old and one-year-old and that speaks to me. I'm a father, mm-hmm. I'm also an entrepreneur and that work-life balance is very difficult. Is there a few things that, you know, maybe for our listeners that you can mm-hmm. kind of bring to the table that just maybe some things to think about or easy ways to kind of start working on that work-life balance? Absolutely. So uh, I'm going to start off with this, lots of studies that have been done. So uh, in the corporate world and, and just even in the entrepreneur, uh, in entrepreneur world, they've taken a look at productivity. So your productivity over a certain number of hours after 55 hours doesn't actually increase. So they say that mm-hmm. the, the person that's working 55 hours versus 70 hours is actually doing the same level of work, pretty much Mm, outcomes in production. And that is the truth. If you take a look at, and I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs, um, exact as well as executives. And I can tell you that is fairly true Mm -hmm. because you're not actually being that much more productive after a certain time. The secret, if you want to know what's going to make you successful as an entrepreneur long-term is your productivity. Mm is your ability to be productive within the time period that you have. And that requires two things. It requires focus and it requires energy. So if you want to have that work-life balance, here's what you got to do is be extremely productive within that work period that you have. So, and be extremely focused because what we are so trained, not by ourselves, by others now, by social media and all the, mm-hmm. all the other things that are trying to capture our attention, the news, the media, whatever it is, that our attention is being taken off track. And that takes away from your productivity at, for the task that you're doing at hand. So I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, let's just say, the open door policy, for example, mm-hmm. but for certain periods of time. Because if you have an open door policy all day, you'll realize don't get anything done. <laughs> yes. you don't get anything Super done. True. It's constant. That's powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. 
so be extremely productive. And I, and I know this from experience because I, I kind of slipped upon it, but also was taught through it from my parents because they had no option, but to be productive. Mm. They were immigrants working for minimum wage. When they first came, they had to feed their family. Plus that my dad was sending money back for his family in India to support them. So his parents and his brothers, for example. So I learned what it meant to be productive and to be ex extremely productive, the smart way. And then you add on the science behind it is that the more focused you are, the more productive you will be. Yeah. The other component to it is energy levels is, and this is where it kind of goes against entrepreneurs because the longer you work, the less energy you have, the less energy you have, the less productive you will be. So that's why work-life balance is important. That's why sleep is very important is because if you actually rejuvenate yourself energy, your energy actually increases and you will actually be more productive in that time period, which will then allow you to spend more time with your family and actually get that rest that you need. So it's almost the reverse effect of how entrepreneurs are working today. Wow. <laughs> you're, you're, you're speaking everything that we, <laughs> we believe bomb, a value bomb for sure. Um, I believe in that a hundred percent. I think, um, and, and I would like to hear some of your kind of tips to be in, to get in that zone, to get into that focus zone um, mm -hmm. and how to be ultra productive and like different, you know, practices that you have. I know the one that I've tried um, is calendar blocks, like, like within this block of time, I will do nothing but work on like partnerships for the company and I will do nothing. Nothing will distract me. All notifications are off. Um, I also really believe in and, uh, you know, exercise in the morning. I think that gets those endorphins rolling really early and I'm a morning guy. So the, my productivity in the morning is when I, I know that I can be most mm -hmm. productive. So what are some things that, uh, uh, you would, you would recommend to get into that productivity state uh, and that, that mindset of focus? Sure. So, uh, so I want to make sure that there's a distinction because I, I work I, again, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that feel that they're creative mm -hmm. and creativity and productivity aren't necessarily the same thing because there's entrepreneurs that say, Hey, I work till one o'clock because that's my most productive time period mm -hmm. or, uh, or creative time period, which is different than productive time period. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer in being in a routine because our bodies are built to be in a routine. We have mm -hmm. the circadian rhythm for a reason, and we optimize our mm -hmm. energy levels based on that rhythm. And so if we learn that if we go to sleep at a regular time every single day within yep. a certain time period, right? Within an hour and a half, whatever, but you don't want to go to sleep 10 o'clock one day and then two o'clock in the morning right. the next day that just throws you off. Yep. But time blocking is important. So planning out the week is the most important thing. So here's what I do. Sunday, I'll spend about an hour planning out my week. And then I want to plan out the major outcomes that I want to achieve throughout the week. Not necessarily what I need to do, but what the outcome is. There's a difference. A lot of people have to-do lists. Mm -hmm. You want to have an outcome list. When you have an outcome list, you oh, can then outsource your activities to other people. What people end up doing is they just spend so much time in activities, they get bogged down. Right. Plus, sorry, go ahead. Do you have a question? Oh, no, I was, no. Uh, no, I was agreeing with you. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Feel free to jump in because yeah, I'll no, just talk forever, no, that, man. No, this is great. Being the sponge over here. Uh, this is your show, not mine. <laughs> no, we're, we're being a sponge. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when I'm passionate about something, I just, I kind of go full force. And then every morning I'll, I'll, I'll figure out what I want to achieve for the, more, for the day, the outcome, and then actually <laughs> schedule it. And if it doesn't fit within it, I don't take it. Mm. First three days of my week typically are the things that I want to have outcomes based on. Then I will book my meetings and so forth 
for the other days. So the Thursday and Friday. So my one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays are typically, okay, I got to get, I want these outcomes. This is what I'm going to work towards. Then I book other people and you'll see that other people will be accustomed to your routine after. Um, but w- the other thing is what you talked about is what I call the zone. Some people call it flow. Yep. And there's a, there's a science behind it because you can actually put yourself into this zone that is ultra, because you can say pro, uh, productive, also uh, ultra creative. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, and this is what I like to call, this is kind of where I get into the spiritual side of things where yep. you are able to tap into genius. Mm-hmm. And go. that is a real cool zone to be in. Yeah. If you take a look at all the inventors of time, I shouldn't say all, but majority of them, like Leonardo da Vinci and Einstein, they all talked about being able to get into this particular phase where they're, mm-hmm. they've all said they're not geniuses. They've been able to tap into genius. And that is our unconscious mind being able to do that. And you do that through putting yourself in a particular state. So every person is a little bit different, but there's a, 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 a tactic behind it. And you're supposed to put yourself in what they call a alpha theta brainwave state, which is almost a, uh, a brainwave state where you're not, you're conscious but your unconscious mind is actually flowing and giving you all of these ideas. The best way to get into that, and I find, because I, I teach this as well, is it's all about rhythm. So mm-hmm. our brain waves are based on a rhythm and a frequency. Our bodies are too. So you can use music, for example. You can use exercise to get into that zone. Um, there's different ways, but you don't want to be into a high stress zone. Right. Because high stress, when you're in a high beta, for example, that's that goes against that zone. That goes against being yeah. able to tap into genius. Um, you want to be in one of those states, and I'm sure you gentlemen, being in the industry that you guys are and just talking to you guys before you guys being on my podcast is, I know you guys are smart guys, you guys are creative guys, is you guys experience those moments where things just pop into your mind and you're like, yeah. wow, like, where'd this come from? <laughs> yes. It- <laughs> It's true. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Like a lot of times, well, you know, a lot of times with like photography or video production, it happens. It's just like a creative flow that you just get into. Mm-hmm. It happens and you're like, holy crap, <laughs> yeah. what did I just yeah. create? You know, mm-hmm. or when we do like, uh, um, you know, high level executive meetings, yep. we really get into the zone and we, we have this list of stuff, outcomes, which I love that, that you were saying. And we're just like, wow, now we just need to, yep. you know, perform on it. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love oh, the, man, I gotta look more I, into this. this. Yeah. I love the, I love that, that flow, that flow state of, of mind. Um, I've, I've heard of the most and we've actually both heard of the most in the action sport industry. Um, that's mm-hmm. something I'm super passionate about, but when you're, when you're, when you're snowboarding or whatever, down this massive cliff, there's one thing you're thinking about and that is the, you know, f- the, the, the five feet in front of your board. And there's really not much else going through your head. And there's this flow state that happens. Um, I've experienced it in, in action sports and in work when you do get into that zone. Um, what are your thoughts on, on, on meditation to get into that zone? Is that something that you talk about a lot? Is that something that like you that's do? The way, oh. Like I get into the zone is through meditation. Like, yeah. Like calming. Things just kind of come to you. Yeah. It's calm and nothing is, I don't know. You can feel the energy around you. And yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm a total believer in that because the science is now catching up to the spirituality Mm -hmm. perspective of it. Um, I experienced this when I was younger, when I was young. young, um, I used to do a lot of walking meditation. And and I'm sharing this as an experience because as a kid, I used to have a photographic memory. And I still do if I 
but basically in in school academics was never an issue for me i could literally walk in and perform a test mm -hmm. and score 100 without even fully trying and that was based on when i was studying the human potential in the human brain because i was able to put myself into the zone more often mm. and you're absolutely right meditation is a gateway to getting into the, the zone because you're automatically calming your brain waves down from beta into your alpha theta brain waves. So think of it from this perspective. The zone is this, you guys see, think of it as this doorway, right? This mm -hmm. doorway into this new dimension or this other dimension, which is it's it's got creative genius. It's got optimal performance. You know, you can do things that you never imagined you could do, you lift weights, whatever it might be. But that, that door is constantly moving. And you got to find that right timing yep. to get into that zone because you don't always do it. It doesn't always happen, but the more you practice it, the more likely you will, but it doesn't happen hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm. But meditation is a direct path into aligning yourself with that door. Yeah. I, I think a couple things that I think of, well, one is I've never been able to get into walking meditation. I've always mm -hmm. wanted to, that's something that I haven't worked on, but two, I feel like if we could teach our youth this, and some way that they can, yeah. they can understand it and, and doing it different ways and trying to get into that zone in their own, you know, adolescent minds, it, the world would be absolutely a completely different place because you, that speaks to me a lot. Cause as a, as a child, I, I wasn't good at school. Like I, I couldn't ace the test. I, I mm -hmm. was troubled. I always had a lot of trouble with that and it mm -hmm. probably literally all had to do with, cause I always wondered how these other kids are like doing so well. And it's because they probably had their own zone. They didn't even understand. Yeah. They were able to go in, they'd ace the test. They were the first to be done with it. And I'd mm -hmm. always be like, I'm only halfway done and I'm struggling. Like, yeah. you know, so I don't yeah. know. Just thoughts that came to me. Yeah. I, I, I believe in meditation. I, 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 I think it is a, a, an acquired thing and something that needs mm -hmm. to be practiced because I get to the state where, uh, you know, I'm trying to meditate and, and these thoughts keep like pounding into my head because I'm not doing anything. And to me, I think you said it perfect is there's this moving door and there's these thoughts that are like hitting this door. They're kind of like birds and hitting the windows Swap and you're just going, you yeah. go, you, you get right into <laughs> that door. Um, I've seen it. Like I keep going back to sports a little bit, but some of the biggest thought leaders and athletes, I think what they do best is they get in that zone. Um, I, I love golf and I love uh, listening to, to Tiger Woods talking about the mental state of golf and how there's, you know, 40,000 fans down the, the, the 18th fairway of the Masters and he can literally shut off everything and, and, and visualize the shot shape that he's trying to hit. <clears throat> and that comes back to like visualization and the focus and the flow state that he's in. Um, and all of these top athletes can do that to some level. And I, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And there's one other aspect to that too, is, is our bodies, because let's not forget that our bodies are a big component mm -hmm. of who we are. Right. Um, you know, 90% is yeah. if, you know, neck down yep. is we have to take care of our bodies. That's why exercise is so important as well. It gets not only blood flow into your head, but it's all about rhythm. Yep. The zone or the flow state is all about creating a rhythm and your body has a big role to play in it. So I know when I'm in the zone in certain aspects, whether it's working out, for example, I literally, I can feel like electrical pulses shooting through mm -hmm. my body. That's what I was saying about feeling the energy. Yeah. Like you can feel yeah. it through your fingertips and it just like, it just happens. Exactly. Um, we went to, um, uh, Eli and I went to this two, two day, three day, three day boot camp, three essentially. day boot camp, uh, with a company called PSI seminars, personal success Institute. And, uh, they, exactly the things they're talking about. They mm -hmm. break you down and like get you down to like pulp 
yeah, no, just like this matter <laughs> that's sitting there and they build you back up. They teach you about like visualization and how, you know, just being able to see what you want in life and it, you know, you, you will find your path to it. But the energy in that room of 40 or 50 people meditating at once, like you could feel oh. it. It was just like, this is insane. It, it was, was emotional and just like, it was, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. There was some pretty crazy, yeah. I'll just spin real quick, a, a crazy exercise that we did that talks about like everybody in this room was in this flow state. Um, and there was, you know, teaching like how to get into this workshop, essentially a visualization, like how do you get into that positive workshop? And there was this one-on-one -on -one, uh, exercise with a partner and oh, yeah. they would, the, you would, how did it go? They, basically, they would be in the workshop, and you'd be explaining so um, this person. So you'd be you would you would be in your workshop thinking about a person, explaining this person, and then the other person that you're one on one with started to like explain that person. Yeah. To detail. Identify mm -hmm. them. Identify them exactly who you're thinking of talking about, and it was just like. Yeah. Too like just how connected we are, you know the yeah. with the cosmos, and it's just yeah, we're <laughs> we're on board with that hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to um, kind of go a different direction um, mm -hmm. since we got to kind of start wrapping it up a little yep. bit. But, you know, you wrote this new book, The Complete Man, mm -hmm. that you just came out with, or mm -hmm. you're on pre-release, I think. Is it yeah. out? Yeah. Um, and it's you talk about experiencing complete victory. So what is it that, um, you know, at the end of the day with your clients that you're working with, like, what is like being with without telling us what the book's about because you want people to buy it but what is being a complete man and what is like experiencing victory like what does that mean or how how, how do you help your clients feel that because i know i'm sure every single person it's different mm -hmm. feeling yeah. complete and victory but what does that mean when you when you say that yeah absolutely i think the first thing is we're so consumed by success and and we don't really know what success is. People really haven't defined right. success, but this term success, and it just comes to us wanting to achieve, 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 mm -hmm. but there has to be something that we want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And we, most of us want to achieve some level of fulfillment. So this book is really about being the complete man because most men live their entire lives in, in one dimension. They're either successful in their business, they're making money, but they're struggling in their relationship or right. as a father or even their personal health or even having a personal passion outside of work. Yeah. You know, they've lost their own personal hobbies. Yeah. So being a complete man is different for every man, but it's about having everything that you want in life and feeling absolute fulfillment, really yeah. waking up every single moment and saying, I actually love my life. I want to go and give it 110% because what I'm getting back is just continuously driving me and making me feel more fulfilled and more passionate than anything else, as well as having the relationship. So this book is really about not only to be how you can be the best business person, but have the highest level of performance as an individual, have the best performance as a husband and as a father. And obviously I can't take all of that information right into right. one book. Yeah. Cause that would just, but it's a key core mm. concepts. The, the most important okay. concepts that can really help a man uh, change their life. And I find that a lot of guys, it's almost like giving them permission to think different than what the norm is right now. Yeah. Because again, social yeah, media, hard. sometimes guys just need permission to say, it's okay for me to take a weekend off with my family. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm an entrepreneur. I understand that, but I don't need to be in my business 24 seven hundred. Yeah. 24 <laughs> seven. That's okay. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. That's very cool. Yeah. Right. I, I think most individuals you talk to struggle with that. Yep. I think people have a really hard time oh. giving themselves permission mm -hmm. just to be 
you know, try to be happy in a different area in your life and try to just like go for it. I think it's, you know, in today's landscape as well, it's, it's, that is so top of mind to the hustler entrepreneur. Like you said, Uh, they're seeing social media has destroyed it. It's like, they they think that there's this, 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 uh, thing where you have to work 24 seven. Um, I totally believe in what you just said. That's crazy. Yeah. There's just to add to the one point, if I could quickly is, is that, you know, I've worked with some very successful people that Mm -hmm. are either in their sixties or seventies or whatever they've, amassed empires and they've forgotten what it's like to experience life because we're all here to experience life. And how do we experience life is we experience life through our thoughts, our emotions and our energy that we feel. And so it's important for us to get back into tune with those three things and actually appreciate the moment that we're living in right now, because life is just a continuous moment of this present moment. But as entrepreneurs, as business people, even in corporate careers, we forget that and we're just trying to get past this moment to live in the next moment, but then that continuously be, becomes a cycle. That's not how we want to live. No, you're just getting that mundane, numb, yeah. <laughs> living life. It's yeah. just, that's that's powerful. That's strong. I'm getting all. <laughs> I know. I'm getting, getting all. <laughs> I'm getting fired up. This is awesome. Well, Pradeep, thank you so much, man. I think that was probably the best conversation we've had. Yep. We really appreciate Hands you down. jumping on. Um, there's any last words you want to say where people could find you uh yep. maybe you know talk you know where how people can get access to your new book yeah i appreciate it thank you gentlemen i, I honestly talking to you guys is is like a breath of fresh air you know <laughs> two young guys working hard but also appreciating life as well so thank okay. you i i really appreciate the opportunity to share the message um people can reach me on any social media channel at Purdeep sangha uh, we've also launched a new linkedin live show um uh, which is kind of cool because we we the whole purpose here is to really drive the message home so people can live happier lives. So yeah. you can reach out to me on my website or or social media. Perfect. Thank you so much again, Thank my man. You. We look forward to hopefully chatting again, catching up maybe yeah. down the road. So once again, if you haven't uh, followed us on Instagram, that's at biz.bros, and you can find this podcast and subscribe to it on any podcast marketplace. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next podcast. See you guys.